Seeing Beyond Risk, a podcast series from the Canadian Institute of Actuaries. I'm Jill Harper, Vice Chair of Communications on the CIA's Research Council. Today, I will be speaking with Denis Garon, President of Denis Garon and Associates and one of the authors of the recent Group Long-Term Disability Termination Study. He's also the co-author of the previous CIA termination study. You can find the latest Group Long-Term Disability Termination Study, along with all other research published by the CIA, by going to the website. Visit www.cia-ica.ca, navigate to the Research tab at the top, then select Research Projects to view or download research publications. Welcome, Denis. I'm glad you could join us. Thanks, Jill. It's a pleasure to be here. So what was the main motivation behind this project? Um, well, the research committee commissioned us to do the study, so we, we can't speak to their motivation, but from somebody that's worked in disability insurance for a long time, I do think it makes sense for the CIA to create periodic benchmarks of what has happened in society. This study does capture what happened in the period uh, 2009 to 2015. Okay, so what were your key takeaways? What did you find when you did the project? First of all, we got better data from the participating couples compared to the previous study. But we do find that things have changed a bit. It's not a dramatic shift in termination and mortality rates, but we see a constant change in both termination rates overall and in the mortality component of the termination rate. Another piece of information that we were able to better extract is the change in definition in the disability benefit. Previously, we had a one-factor change. Now we have, with the information we had, it was much better seen that there was a shift in that it's not a discrete event that when there's a change in definition. There's a bit of it that starts happening before the change in definition, and there's a little bit of lag. So that's a factor that we have added. So you mentioned the previous CIA study. What else changed since the previous study? Now that we have actually three CIA studies on termination, the first one being done in over, with experience of the periods 1988 to 1997, and the most recent one, 2009 to 2015, we do see um, a change in termination. One thing that we looked at is, for example, in the whole cohort of people that are disabled, what is the likely outcome? And in the oldest study that the CIA did, we used to see 32% of people that were disabled reach age 65. Now we see 23%. We used to see 12% of the disabled population and dead, and now we see 10%. So there's been an improvement in the mortality for the disabled lives. And we also used to see 56% of people recovering, and now we see 67% of people recovering. Now, over that period from 1988, to 97, which was the first study, to the second study, 2009 to 2015, there's been a shift, which is, uh, I always find interesting when we, we see these shifts and people ask us, what are the causes? We don't know specifically what are the causes, but uh, there definitely has been a change. Yeah, it certainly is interesting to see shifts like that. I know there's an SOA 2005 table. How did that table compare to the recent CIA study? Uh, yeah, it's interesting. When I first started off in the group insurance industry, we were using the SOA studies for the Canadian experience. And we now see that it is vastly different from the Canadian experience on disability, potentially due to, in my hypothesis, is that uh, it's through the, the mental and nervous disorder, which in the U.S. they might exclude. But um, 
For example, in the SOA 2005 study, if we apply that table to that we have, we'd expect to see 34% of people reach age 65 compared to 23% now. And in the SOA study, we'd expect to see 28% of people uh, pass away versus 10% in the CIA study. And in terms of recoveries, we'd see 38% recover versus 6-7% we see in the Canadian study. So there is a very big difference in, in the experience between the Canadian and the SOA 2005. Yeah, that's quite significant. Are there any next steps that you can see following up on this project? Yes, there was a secondary part of the project would test some predictive analytic techniques on the data, and that is going to be published very shortly. But in that part of the study, we looked at variations by different items, which we have already published in our study. There's some variations by province, by benefit amount, and by cause of disability. So in the predictive analytics, we, we apply some predictive analytics methodologies compared to the more traditional method of actual to expected and see the predictive analytics reinforces some of the things that we've always had in the data and shows maybe some slight variations from what we've had. That sounds like a really interesting study. Is there anything else that you found that you think we should note? Yes, in this study we compared the CPP integrated cases with the Canada Pension Plan and the QPP integrated cases with the Quebec Pension Plan. And we find that the terminations for people under group insurance policies is in the range of 200% higher than the CPP and QPP actuarial reports, which is very interesting that we're getting very different experience under group insurance plans. We also noticed that we followed the year 2010 for up to duration 60 months, and by that time, 80% of the claims that are still active are integrated with CPP or QPP. So these are important metrics that are helpful in pricing and in valuation of that. In the variation by cause of disability, we do notice that people that have neoplasms, which is the category of cancer, have a higher termination rate, and people that have accidents have much higher termination rates. In the case of neoplasms, it's probably around 500% actual to expected on the mortality component. So. Unfortunately, most of those people are, are passing away, and that's a big component of uh, the death component. So it, it begs the question that people should start looking at varying their evaluations based on some of these significant factors. The other thing we found is the overall mortality rate has been significantly improving. So if people are doing life waivers, the actual real value of a life waiver now is around 11% of the amount of the benefit. In the old days, when I started, these people were using around a 30% assumption, so there's been a dramatic shift in that. But another part that I find very surprising is the mortality component continues to improve under the disabled lives, just as we've seen continuous improvement under the overall population. But it still sits around 700% of the population mortality. So there's a lot of interesting information in the report. I would encourage people to go look at it, read it, 
and see how you can apply it to your operations, either in evaluation or in pricing. Fabulous. Well, thank you, Denis, for taking time today to share your insights with us. If you want to hear more about this study or about any CIA research, again, visit our website by going to www.cia-ica.ca, navigating to the research tab at the top. Within this tab, you can also find a link to share your research ideas. We'd love to hear any feedback that you have, so please don't hesitate to drop us a line. My name is Jill Harper, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of Seeing Beyond Risk.